It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on Magic. Today is January 9th, 2020. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we'll talk all about the Orlando Magic's win over the Washington Wizards, a blowout victory to close out their homestand and set themselves up for uh, a very difficult road trip coming up. We'll also talk about the Magic's sudden resurgence defensively and what that could mean and what that, and how that has happened over the last few weeks. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Washington Wizards perspective of this game? Check out Locked On Wizards. Want to look ahead to the Magic's game against the Phoenix Suns? Check out Locked On Suns. I believe they have a preview of the upcoming draft class up uh, on their feed today. No matter who your favorite team is, who your least favorite team is, the team that you don't really care that much about, or the team you're just kind of curious about, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just out, just search wherever you download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Plus, check out our national podcast, Locked On NBA. Locked on Face of Basketball, Rejecting the Screen, and the Duncan and Hollinger NBA Show. No matter what you're interested in, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Whether it's NBA, NFL, college, or NHL, download your favorite Locked On podcast today. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team 
every day. The Washington Wizards, despite their poor record, despite a 12 and 24 record entering this game, are a team that requires a lot of discipline. Among those 12 wins in the last two weeks were the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics, the Denver Nuggets. This is a team that gives a lot of people problems. They have a style that is tough to defend. They come at you at, at, at seemingly at, at all angles. They always run, and they are capable of hitting a lot of threes. Washington kind of has to play this way, and they've kind of had to piece lineups together because they are severely injured. Bradley Beal missed Wednesday's game. Garrison Matthews was out. Thomas Bryant's been out. Rui Hachimura's been out. Steve Clifford even said after the game, he cannot recall a team having this many rotation players out all at the same time. And yet, the Wizards kind of kept winning. The Wizards kind of found ways to be competitive and and scratch out victories against quality opponents. To beat this team takes a focused, concerted effort. They are not a great defensive team, but they play a zone which slows you up. And if you're not focused and, and playing together against the zone defense, you are going to get beat. And they use any turnovers, any mistakes you make to push up the floor and score a lot of points and hit three-pointers and all that jazz. And so, the Magic knew they had to play a disciplined game. They knew they had to play focused and intense. They knew that they couldn't let up or they couldn't deviate from the game plan or they couldn't go off on their own. They couldn't essentially do what they did against the Atlanta Hawks. They had to really be committed to each other and to the game plan if they're going to come out with a win. The first quarter saw the Magic make some mistakes but stake a nine-point lead. The Magic were moving the ball well, getting shots to go down, getting stops, You know, maybe, maybe a little too much fouling, maybe still some miscommunications in transition but generally doing the right things. Then the second quarter, that that bench unit, when the Magic break the lineups, they tend to struggle a little bit, and that bench unit indeed did struggle. The Wizards broke the lead down, took a four-point lead. And then the Magic brought their starters back in. And frankly, that was the game. After being down by four, the Magic go on a I believe it was a 17-4 to run. Over an 11-minute span, the Magic outscored the Wizards 44-12. to They start the third quarter on a 14-2 to run. They take a two-point deficit or two-point lead and turn it into a 29-point lead. It was domination through and through. The Magic's defense surrounded and corralled Wizards players getting deflections and steals that turned into fast breaks, that turned into turnovers. They hit shots. They got to the basket. They broke that zone defense down like it was nothing. They forced them out of the zone, not by shooting over it, but by passing through it, getting open shots and getting to the basket and getting to the foul line. The Magic's offense got stuck on occasion, for sure. But that second half, Orlando just tore Washington apart. 
The Magic shoot 49.4%, 10 for 27 from, from beyond the arc. 27 of 34 from the foul line. They forced 23 turnovers for 35 points. So never mind that the Magic turned it over 17 times themselves and made their share of mistakes. One, I wouldn't call this an A-plus game, but certainly an A or an A-minus game because Orlando just thoroughly outworked and defeated the Washington Wizards. And maybe not the most impressive opponent. But the way that they won this game, the way that they deconstructed the Wizards, the way that they pulled ahead, the way that they frankly dominated the game from the start of the second half to the end, and and you know maybe the lead went from 29 to 22 at one point, but never really let go as a sign of great poise and understanding that this is what we have to do. This is how we have to play and we have to take care of these kinds of teams simply. So many players had their moments, but it was just a methodical beatdown. Again, playing against his own defense, it takes passing, it takes uh, working together, it takes communicating, and the Magic's defense has been especially on point lately. Orlando just did the job. There really isn't much to say. There wasn't really much to write or or take away from this game other than Orlando was just a better team. Yeah, they caught Washington on a bad night where they were just decimated with injuries, but Orlando still took care of business. After giving up the lead in the second quarter, they raced ahead and put Washington to the ground and kept them there, pinned them. And now they're done with the Wizards, a four-game sweep of the Wizards for the season series. Certainly a welcome certainly a, a welcome result. And now comes the difficult part of winning on the road on a very difficult road trip. The good news is this homestand and really the last nine games have established the most important thing for the Magic on that road trip. And that is their defense. Before we run through the final box score, though, are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? What about basketball? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season, NBA, and college basketball season in full swing, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action with my bookie. You can try any kind of wager, including parlays. If you like a couple of the big favors this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, mybookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDONNBA to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. 
TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Let's run through the final box score of this one for you real fast. The Orlando Magic defeat the Washington Wizards 123-89. to Some just interesting statistics uh, as well. Some stats and figures that, that, I, that I think are, are interesting here. The Orlando Magic won every quarter in this game by at least 8 points. That's obviously how you win a game by 32 points, but I think that's kind of interesting. Also of interest, though, every starter for the Orlando Magic was at least a plus 20. The highest plus-minus off the bench was plus six. I don't usually like to cite individual game plus-minus. I, I don't think that they're telling, but uh, certainly not for an individual's impact. But I think when you group all that together, there is a little bit of a picture that that is telling of this game. The Magic starting lineup won this game. The Magic starting lineup staked a, a lead early and, and dominated that part of the game. When they came back into the game in the second in the second quarter, down by four or two or whatever it was, they were the ones that built it out to seventeen by the end of the by the end of the half. The starters were the drivers of this game, and really, really the the big the big you know picture thing here is the Wizards just were not good enough to play against NBA playoffs essentially caliber starters, and that's what the Magic have right now. Nikola Vucevic leads the way with twenty nine points, twelve for twenty shooting. Two for six from beyond the arc. Nine rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. Um, Vucevic was just just really solid. Um, I, I I don't think there's a whole lot that needs to be said. Um, he worked the post, got his post shots there. He was really good, I thought, against the zone defense. The Magic did a good job getting him the ball, flashing to the high post, uh, and the defense just collapsed around him. They didn't know what to do with him. Sometimes they just left him wide open, and he hit the shot. Um, and, and that's really... You know, the Magic just had to try and pass, and, and Bamba just really, Mo Bamba especially, really just struggled against his own defense. But Vucevic just had it down pat, and the Magic's zone offense just broke broke the Wizards down completely. I mean, you'd think that a poor shooting team like the Magic, yeah, zoned them, that makes sense. But the Magic are so much better when they have to rely on the pass as they did in this in this part of the game. Uh, and, and, you know, playing at a good pace because they can, they can move the ball, and, and that keeps their pace up. Um, it doesn't slow them down at all, and, and I think when the Magic just kind of got into their in their zone offense, that they were just they were just tearing them apart. And I think Vucevic did a big, did a big part of that. Um, I don't have the hockey assist numbers, but I'm sure he had plenty of hockey assists and secondary assists um, to to go with the two assists that he's actually recorded with. Um, but a really strong game overall for Nikola Vucevic, I thought. And you know, just kind of paced the team throughout. Didn't do anything spectacular. I think he had 12 points in the third quarter. That's when the Magic really took their lead. Um, it was a lot of Vucevic doing a lot of his work in, in the low post. Evan Fournier with 19 points, 7 for 10 shooting, 4 for 7 from beyond the arc, 2 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, same deal with Evan Fournier, just very solid throughout the game. Again, it, this, this like, I, you know, it, I, I'm, I am someone that likes to find bigger meaning in games, but it is an 82-game schedule. Not all of them are going to mean a lot. Not all of them are going to be super impressive. Sometimes a game just is. And this was a game that was just a solid performance throughout the game for the Magic. Um, you know, they had that lull in the second quarter 
Um, but they didn't do like anything spectacular, I want to say. Like, I mean, there's Ken Burch had an alley oop. Markel Fultz had an, al- had an alley oop, uh, a poor throw from Evan Fournier. Um, it wasn't a game full of highlights. There wasn't just like one moment that stuck out to me. It was just, a, again, especially the starting unit, just a solid performance throughout the game. They all just kind of did their job. Aaron Gordon, 10 points, 4 for 9 shooting, 7 rebounds for him. Ken Birch, really nice game for Ken Birch. 11 points, 2 for 3 shooting, 7 for 9 from the foul line, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 1 block. I have been very critical of Ken Birch this year. I, I, I felt like early on in the year, especially he wasn't living up to his potential or wasn't doing the things that the Magic really needed him to do. Um, especially defensively. I didn't think his defensive intensity was great. I, I felt like, you know, certainly he's not as good a rebound as Nikola Vucevic and, and the team, I think, suffered a little bit for it. Um, and offensively, I felt like he wasn't really even looking at the basket as a threat to score, even as a pretend threat to score. Um, this game, he was just so much better. Um, he was everywhere that Magic needed him to be. Felt like early on, he set a good tone, crashing the lane and, and kind of using his size to disrupt things and, and, and help the Magic collect rebounds. Um, you know, he had nine rebounds in the game, and I think that's a really good number for him. Um, Birch is playing out of position to power forward. It's still very clear that he's not comfortable when he has to go out to the perimeter and guard guys as, as he's had to for the last few games. Um, but, you know, at, at the same to- at the same time, at, you know, at least until defenses adjust, and or offenses adjust too, at least until that adjustment comes, until there's a little more tape on, on how Birch is playing, I, I, I can't say that I think it's. I don't think it's. I think it's working, and I think some of it is having two bigs just makes the magic a little more unique. Um, and I don't think teams quite know how to deal with it, if that makes sense. Um, so you know, I, I don't have the numbers to back me up. I think a Birch, the Birch Vucevic lineup is is breaking even or a little, you know, a little bit over. It might be. It's probably changed after this game, but um, I, I I think that. That there is something there. I don't know how long it, it'll last. I think teams will adjust, and and then we'll have to see what the Magic do from there. Um, but but I do think that there is something that's working between Birch and Vucevic, and and to some extent Birch and Bamba as well. Um, that's worth that that's worth continuing to ex- explore. Um, you know, Ken Birch got the start in this one. Steve Clifford is 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 trying to match whatever the opponent's doing. So Phoenix will play Aaron Baines and DeAndre Ayton together. Ken Burch is going to start start at power forward on on Friday. Um, you know, the Clippers, for instance, when when they get to LA, um, they play Kawhi Leonard and Paul George at the forwards. Wesso Wendu's probably going to start that game, and that's kind of how the Magic can go. But Ken Burch, I thought, really really nice game overall. I thought that he did um, a lot of really good things and a lot of things that that the Magic expect him to do. Markel Fultz, six points, three for nine shooting, six rebounds, seven assist or seven rebounds, excuse me, seven assists, four steals. Um, Following up a 25-point game, following up the career game, Markel did not shoot the ball well. Three for nine. Um, and, and just really didn't have the offense going. But that's but I think what was really impressive about Markel's game because I still think he had a really good game. That's not what the game called for. The game didn't need him to score in this one. He was really good at really pushing the tempo and getting the magic into the flow of their offense against that zone defense. Zone defense disrupt rhythm. They slow you down because you got to stop and wait and pass. Feltz, Fultz just got them straight into it and really got the ball moving and zipping, and he did a great job in transition, uh, setting everyone else up. Uh, he had more secondary assists than regular assists. Um, 
Continues to make really nice passes. Was active defensively. Lost his guy off off the ball a little bit. Too much ball watching, which I think has, has happened and it happens with young players anyway. But um, Fultz, I felt like, was really strong in this game. Um, you know, the, the stat that's been going around among Magic fans, um, Fultz was a plus 40 in the game. Highest on the team in a game with the Magic, won by a lot of points. And, and, Marco, and again, Marco Fultz, um, was plus 40 and became the first player to be plus 40 in a Magic game uh, for the Magic since Dwight Howard and Hito Turkoglu in 2009. So that is elite company to be in. Again, I don't take much stock in individual plus minus, um, but again, I do think that this does say something. My eyes would tell me the Magic were much better with Marco Fultz running the team, even though DJ Augustin had a very nice game. Um, and, and and I think that the, that number kind of backs that up. Was he plus 40 better? Better? I, I, I wouldn't say that, but um, I, I felt like Fultz was very, very good and found a way to contribute even though his, his shot and his scoring wasn't quite there. DJ Augustine comes off the bench to score 18 points, 3 for 9 shooting, 10 for 13 from the foul line. Um, Augustine, Augustine really struggled to get the Magic into their sets and get them organized against his own defense in the second quarter. Um, you know, there's definitely a drop-off in the energy, um, you know, which was kind of odd. That hasn't been how Augustine's operated over the last few Last the last few games, but um, he, he got himself going um, toward the end of the second quarter and into the into the third into the third and into the fourth. Um, he just caught the Wizards just napping on him. He got that pump fake three pointer. He had he was fouled on three three pointers off that pump fake where he just kind of pump fakes gets the guy up, leans into them and just and, and shoots and, and the refs give him the call. Um, and take him take him as long as they'll give it to him um, and. He just worked that 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 team. I mean, uh, uh, he dribbled around too much. I'll agree with that, um, and kind of took the magic a little bit out of their rhythm offensively. But uh, you know, he he was able to kind of get the magic going again, and 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 that that's worth something, I, I think. Again, Orlando scores 123 points, 43 for 87 shooting, 10 for 27 from be, from beyond the arc, 27 for 34 from the foul line. They out rebound the Wizards, 51 to 40. 13 offensive rebounds. Uh, again, uh, this uh, the magic obviously playing really good defense on the Wizards, hold them to 42.9% shooting, 6 for 23 from beyond the arc. Big part of this game. The Wizards make only six three-pointers, so the Magic hold a you know 12-point advantage on the three-point line with 10. The Wizards shoot 11 for 19 from the foul line. They're led in scoring all by bench players. 18 points apiece from Ish, uh, from uh, excuse me, from Troy Brown Jr., 6 for 17 shooting, and Admiral Schofield, 8 for 13 shooting, 16 points from Anzes Pesechnis, um, and I butchered that that pronunciation. I apologize. Uh, and Brad and uh, Ish Smith only nine points. The leading score for the starters, Jordan McRae, with nine points as well. The Magic starters just won this game. The Magic starters just locked down, shut down, and beat up the Washington Wizards, and and that was more than enough to get them a win. The Orlando Magic, with their second win in a row, go three and one on this homestand with a 123 to 89 victory over the Washington Wizards. Next, they head out on the road, starting a six-game, 12-day road trip. So we won't see them again until after Martin Luther King Day. So big road trip coming up starting on Friday in Phoenix against the Phoenix Suns. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. 
Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And one thing that whenever the Magic go out on a road trip, you know, one thing all the players are, honestly, I think it's a common refrain around the NBA. One thing they all say is defense travels. It It is a cliche around the league, if I'm not mistaken, that teams that are good defensively at home are good defensively on the road. You know, you, 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 when you're shooting, when you're playing offense, you know, you got the energy of the crowd with you. Um, but you know the sidelines, you just have a comfort shooting in your own gym, gym. It's it's almost like a rhythm thing. You know, your routine is the same, and, and that all helps with shooting. And so when you go on the road, that routine is disrupted a little bit. And, you know, for the most part, for most teams, they shoot and play a little worse on the road. That's expected. But defense isn't about shooting rhythm and making and missing shots. Defense is about rotations, playing together on a string, being in the right spots, rotating, moving your feet. So, you know, playing rights help hurt with that. Um, and contesting shots and just, it's it's a scheme. It's a, it's a kind of a, it's habits to learn, it's rules to follow, and it's something that should be relatively universal. The Orlando Magic at the beginning of the year. I mean, last year they finished eighth in the league in defensive rating. So at the beginning of the year, Steve Clifford's kind of goal for the team was to finish in the top five in defensive rating. He, said, he kind of figured that if the Magic were going to take the step that they need to take, you know, be a legitimate contender in the playoffs or, or at least a, 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 a dark horse contender in the playoffs, they would need to defend within the top five of the league in defensive rating and be a top half offensive team. After the Magic came home from that West Coast trip uh, in, to, in Portland, that whole idea was on thin ice. The Magic had let their defense slip significantly. And this is not a good offensive team. It never has. It probably never will be. The Magic let their defense slip to 12th in the league, giving up more than 107 points per 100 possessions. And it was kind of a big deal that the Magic were struggling this much defensively. Because again, their offense just isn't, it probably isn't good enough to, to carry the day. And so... This slippage was something that the Magic focused on. Over the course of the last few practices, of, of, over the course of any walkthroughs and shoot-arounds, Steve Clifford said that the focus was on getting the defense back. And that's where the, the coaching staff put their focus. You know, they only have so much practice time and so many things they can focus on. That's what they focused on. And the results have certainly paid off so far. Um, I think it's just, you know, we, we kind of you know, finally doing, finally started doing our jobs. Uh, you know, our communication has been better. You know, we've been getting into the right spots. I mean, all our coverages are the same. Everything that you know, we do is the same since day one. So it's nothing that, nothing that we had to change there. It's just, 
know, us, you know, putting a better effort, you know, running back, doing a better job, you know, in transition. That's something that we need to do. Our rebounding's been better. Those are two areas that we struggle with. But I think just, you know, uh, just you know, being as one on that end, you know, as much as you have to play the team offensively, a defensive end is even maybe more important. Uh, you know, you have to communicate, you know, trust, you know, trust each other, be in the right spot, something that we work on almost every day that we talk about. And when we do that, you know, we're a very good team defensively because we have the personnel too. Nikola Vucevic on the Magic's defensive revival. The numbers on this are actually quite staggering. So Orlando, after that West Coast trip in late December, fell to 12th in the league in defensive rating, giving up 107.2 points per 100 possessions. Since then, everything has changed. In the nine games since then, December 21st to, to, to today, the Magic are giving up 97.7 points per 100 possessions. There's only two teams in the league at this point, or in that stretch, in those since December 21st, that have given up fewer than a point per possession. It's the Orlando Magic and the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's no coincidence that the Magic have gone six in three and are now fifth in the and are now up to fifth in the league in defensive rating overall, thanks to this stretch. It's pretty fantastic. And in fact, in six of those nine and those six wins, all six of those wins, six of the nine games. The Magic have given up less than a point per possession. Again, to put this in perspective again, the Wizards entered this game, granted depleted a little bit, giving uh, scoring 111.5 points per 100 possessions. They're the sixth best offense in the league. They scored only 89 points and an 84, uh, 84.0 offense already, 84 points per 100 possessions. This is an incredible stretch. Of good defense. This is exactly how the Magic envisioned they would play defense. There's still plenty to clean up. Don't get it wrong. There's still plenty to clean up. But the Orlando Magic are playing much better defense. That focus that they put on the defensive end. Um, you know, being you know being more committed to being in the right spots, to making those second efforts, to to you know, sticking with the coverages. And the Magic are playing a little bit more aggressive with their pick-and-roll defense. They're blitzing side pick-and-rolls and trapping side pick-and-rolls. Uh, they, they still drop the high pick-and-rolls, but they're trapping the corners a little bit better, and, and, and that certainly helped them pick up turnovers. In fact, that's another aspect of this Magic defense that's different from last year. Granted, Jonathan Isaac, and Jonathan Isaac is a big-time defender, and is one of the league leaders in steals and blocks. So that feeds a little bit of it. But the Magic are third in the league in blocks with 6.3 blocks per 100 possessions. And second in the league in steals with 8.8 steals per 100 possessions. Since Isaac's injury, the blocks have come down. But in the now three ga- four games since Isaac's injury, because I will count the Washington games since he only played about a minute and a half of that one, in the four games since Isaac's injury, the Magic are getting 10.9 steals per 100 possessions. So their defense is swarming and forcing turnovers. And those turnovers, of course, help out the offense. Um, we're just locking in, playing more dialed in, um, you know, more focused on the other end, and it's helping the offense. I think that's the biggest thing. Magic guard Terrence Ross talking about the defensive improvement over the last 10 or so games. Obviously, this is who the Magic are at their core. Regardless of Jonathan Isaac's absence, 
regardless of Michael Carter-Williams' absence, regardless of Al Farouk Aminu's absence. This is who the Magic are. Getting back to this elite level is why we're talking about the Magic being in the seventh seed instead of the eighth seed and fighting for their playoff lives. It's why the Magic have won six of their last nine games now. Why the Magic are back to flirting with 500. And why there is certainly some confidence, some quiet confidence at the very least, that the Magic can have a successful six-game road trip here coming up. We're going to talk a little bit more about the road trip and, and, and where the Magic stand in the Eastern Conference playoff race, I think, on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, as well as an update on all the injuries. I'll give that here real fast. Jonathan Isaac will not require surgery on his severe knee sprain. Al Farouk Aminu had surgery on Tuesday to repair a torn meniscus in his right knee. He will be reevaluated in 12 weeks. That takes you to April 1st, so his season is likely done. And while Michael Carter-Williams is starting to do some activity, it sounds like, or has rejoined kind of being with the team, Steve Clifford said he is nowhere close to being back. So the Magic certainly still with down some key defensive players, uh, even as they build their defensive reputation. But... The Magic playing this elite-level defense certainly makes everyone around the building believe that they could come away successful here. This road trip, not easy. At Phoenix, at Sacramento, at the Lakers, at the Clippers, at the Warriors, and then finishing it off at the Hornets in Charlotte for some reason. Not an easy road trip at all. You know, six-game road trip, you know, you break even on this road trip, I think you'll be doing okay. And coming home is not much easier either with Oklahoma City, Boston, and a pair of games against Miami, I believe, on the horizon after that. So, you got that to look forward to as well. But if the Magic play defense like this, swarming and, and, and closing things down and forcing turnovers, they have that chance to be the team that we all thought they could be. The Magic know they still got work to do. I still think they're fouling a little bit too much. I still think they give up open threes. They're still kind of learning how to how to press and trap and, and kind of maintain their defensive shape. Um, but it's getting better. It's gotten a lot better. And Steve Clifford is always vigilant about the team's rebounding, even though they're eighth in the league in defensive rebound rate. And always vigilant about the team's uh Transition defense, where the Magic actually do struggle a little bit. I think they're 12th or 13th in the league in fast break points allowed, which for an elite defensive team, certainly not where they want to be. So the Magic still have a lot of work to do. But if defense really travels, if that age-old saying is really true, the Magic could be in line for a very impressive road trip. A road trip that kind of will define the contours of of the rest of the season and exactly what this team and what this kind of ragtag group and it is a ragtag group what this ragtag group is capable of in the regular season the Magic's defense feels like it's back but we will find out starting Friday night I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore me. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter there at omagicdaily. Oh 
That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rosson-Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.